Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. In this episode, I want to talk to you about codependence versus healthy attachment. Before we get into that, I want to share some exciting updates with you. First of all, I'm having a free workshop on Sunday morning Pacific time. And it's the five elements of relationship material workshop. So this is one of my most important concepts that I teach all of my clients and you on the podcast. And in this workshop, we're going to go really into depth on this topic. It's also an opportunity for you to ask me any questions, get coaching, and there's going to be a free PDF guide as a part of you joining the workshop. So if you want to attend this free workshop, there's going to be a link in the show notes, or you can go to my website, ambergrubenman.com events. After the workshop on Sunday afternoon, applications will be open for my group and one-on-one coaching program called From Dating to Exclusive. I am so excited for this session for a few reasons. One, it's going to be the summer of love, (laughs) Um, which is something that my friend here told me. I was like, yeah, it will be the summer of love because first of all, it's summer which is always a romantic time, but then also things are starting to improve in terms of the pandemic. And I just got my second vaccine shot today. So things are opening up and improving. And I feel like everybody's going to really value dating and relationships and friendships and activities. So I think it's going to be a really exciting summer for dating. And I would love to support you over the next four months with navigating all of the things that come up in dating and creating the experience that you want and also learning how to guide your connections towards an exclusive relationship instead of just the things that fizzle out or casual connections. So that's the first reason why I'm excited, just because it's the summer of love. The second reason I'm really excited is because I developed a curriculum. So I don't want to give all the details away yet, but I'll be announcing more on Sunday after the workshop. There are going to be some really special bonuses for people who are applying early to the program. So there's a lot that I could share about it, but I'm going to wait until Sunday to share all of the details. And um, yes, so join the free workshop and then you'll hear all about it there on the workshop. And after that, I'll send an email as well with all of the details. Okay, so I want to talk to you about the term codependent. And the reason why this was coming up is because I recently did an interview with the Now You're Talking Network. It's on Instagram. And I had a really great interview host. Her name was Mary. And she asked me the question of how do women who are independent and ambitious and successful balance their desire for a relationship. So we kind of get mixed messages these days as women. On one hand, we're supposed to be independent, successful, full life, happy on your own. You don't need no man. Um, And then on the other hand, we have this really deep, honest desire for a boyfriend or a relationship of some sort. And then along this topic, this idea of codependency came up as well. So I wanted to cover this today because I think it's actually 
a huge issue. It's also something that's coming up in client sessions where a lot of women think that they are codependent or label themselves as codependent just because they have needs or because they are affected by their partner and their actions. So I want to share with you how I view codependency. Codependency is when you have to lose important parts of your life in order to maintain a relationship, or you have to lose important parts of yourself, your personality, what lights you up, what's important to you in order to maintain a relationship in your life. That can happen for two reasons. One is that you see independence as a threat to your relationship. So whether it's your own independence and not being comfortable with that space or the other person's independence and not being comfortable with that space. And the other reason is if your partner sees it as a threat and slowly over time, you feel punished for practicing your independence. So you start to practice it less. So you start to pull away from the things that are important to you in life or the things that light you up internally. In some relationships, you can start off right away in a codependent dynamic, and in some relationships, it can happen slowly over time. And I know for myself personally, I had a past codependent relationship, and it was more like a frog in boiling water, um, meaning that slowly over time, I started to lose really important things in my life in order to maintain that relationship or not feel punished in the relationship emotionally. But again, it wasn't that obvious. It was more like if I would go out with some friends instead of with them, I'd get a little bit of a guilt trip. And then if I went salsa dancing, they would get jealous. Or if I wanted to work on a project that was important to me, I was told that I wasn't spending enough time with them. And so even though they were like very little subtle things that weren't a huge issue in the beginning, over time, my brain started to notice, okay, I do that and I get a little bit of backlash. I do that and they're upset. I do that, I make them sad. I do that, I make them jealous. And very slowly over time, I just started avoiding those things and I couldn't quite put my finger on why. Like I just didn't love dancing anymore or I just didn't really feel like I connected with people anymore. So anyways, that's an example of how it can happen really slowly over time without you really noticing. So anyways, that's an example of being in a codependent relationship where you feel dead inside because you're not able to do the things that are important to you. You're not able to meet all of your needs because you or the other person think all of your needs should be met by this one person. So... That's an example of codependency. Here's what codependency is not. You are not codependent if you would be absolutely crushed and heartbroken if your connection ended. Even if you just met like three weeks ago. (laughs) Because we all know (laughs) you can fall for somebody pretty quickly. So it's not codependent to fall for someone, care about them, enjoy their company, see the positive impact of their presence in your life, and feel fear around the possibility of that ending, or feel heartbroken if it does end. That doesn't mean you were codependent 
It doesn't mean you got too attached. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It means you met somebody that you really liked. Codependency is also not when you are affected in a negative way when your needs are not being met in the relationship. You are supposed to have certain needs in a relationship, some of which you may only have met in a relationship by a partner. And when they're not met, you'll have a negative emotional reaction. So for example, if your partner gets extremely busy with work and forgets to connect with you for a whole day, and you usually talk every day, and that's one of your needs in a relationship, and then you feel anxious and upset by it, that doesn't mean you're codependent. That means you had a need that wasn't being met. And sometimes the person may just not have noticed, and that's something to communicate about. But what's important is not to label yourself as codependent, because otherwise you start apologizing for your needs. So you feel upset by something, but instead of communicating that need to your partner, you then maybe have an outburst of some sort and then feel really apologetic that you are even affected by it. And it's so important to remember that needs in a relationship are the same as physical needs. So apologizing for having needs in a relationship or labeling yourself as codependent just because you have needs is like feeling sorry that you get hungry and thirsty. There's nothing to feel sorry about or ashamed about because that's the way you were set up. You're a human. You're supposed to feel hungry, thirsty, and lonely (laughs) when you're not getting enough connection. It's also not codependent to be affected by your partner and how their life is going. Sometimes there's advice out there around codependency saying that you should be completely unaffected by your partner's mood and it's codependent if your partner's having a bad day so then you feel sad. But you are actually supposed to be doing life with each other. That doesn't mean that you try to solve all of their problems for them or get your hands into their life and do it for them. But if your partner shares something really exciting like they got that promotion or they met a new person they're excited about or they're trying a new hobby and you feel excited for them, that's not codependent. And the same goes for if they have a disappointment or if they have a challenge in life, it's okay for you to also feel negative with them the same way that you feel happy for them when good things happen. And lastly, if you are single, and feeling like you would be happier if you were in a relationship, and feeling like maybe you even need somebody special in your life, and that life would be more fulfilling with a partner, that doesn't make you codependent. (laughs) That makes you somebody who doesn't have a relationship and wants a relationship. And that's normal, and that's okay, and it's okay if you want that, and it doesn't mean that you first need to become enlightened so that you don't want or need a partner and feel completely happy and fulfilled all of the time and never feel lonely so that you can attract that person. And while it's always a good idea to look to other areas of life to fulfill us, whether it's friendships or career or hobbies or health, family, all of that, it's okay if there's a part of your life that feels missing when you're not in a relationship. 
because relationships are deeply fulfilling and in many ways fulfilling in a way that some of our friendships or other relationships are not able to. You might not be having sex with your friends, (laughs) for example, or cuddling with them every evening or having somebody who is that invested in checking in with you every day and seeing how you're doing. It's okay if you feel like you need and want that, and that doesn't mean that you're codependent or too needy or too attached. The main message that I want you to get from this is relationships equal some level of dependency. You cannot have a deep and fulfilling relationship if you are too independent, individual, disconnected, unattached people on opposite ends of the world. You do need to lean on people and give trust to people and fall for people in order to create an attachment that is therefore connecting. You can't have connection without attachment. Think about anybody in your life that you feel deeply connected to. It might be your mom or your dad or your best friend or your partner. How would you feel if they died? I mean, I'm thinking about, for example, my best friend of 10 years, Julia, which I've spoken about on the podcast. And we've spoken about this. If either one of us passed away, if she passed away, I would be destroyed. Like, I actually cannot imagine life without her. I think that I would lose all will to live or do anything in life. Talk about... (laughs) codependency (laughs) and that's part of the connection that we built over 10 years where through all of those experiences we became more deeply and deeply connected over time so there's that leaning on each other dependency but then we also live in different countries and have separate hobbies and separate friends and do separate things so it's not codependency It's not like I'm sacrificing who I am in order to experience that connection. We're not sacrificing any part of our life in order to experience that deep bond. So that attachment is necessary to be nourished by the connection. And that's true for all relationships, friendships, family relationships, and dating. So stop trying to avoid that part of it. The most difficult part of dating is that we have to attach to a few people to see which ones actually have the potential to nourish us for a long time. And so that severance can be painful over time in dating, but it's so worth it for when you actually do meet those people where you have that deep connection and compatibility where you can be nourished by each other without losing yourselves for a long period of time. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I will see you on Sunday for the Five Elements Workshop so that we can check out the compatibility (laughs) of these people that we are getting attached to as we are dating. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. Bye.